Hi, this is Erica Dyer with Incoherent Ramblings of a Crazy Bitch. And my partner in crime, Nick. <laughs> How you doing, Nick? Doing good, doing good. You know, had a nice uh, memorial weekend and stuff, so it's been good. it's been nice. It's been nice. How about you? Um, it was all right. I worked. I I I'm very boring. I had some invitations. Matter of fact, I gave up another fucking movie that I had put money towards uh for work but that's neither here nor there i'm trying to do the adult thing and um actually focus on work so i can pay some bills and that is life didn't you have some graduation parties too yeah um uh yeah my my nephew graduated i think he's 17 or 18 he graduated um in the small town and i grew up in and oh. it was like the, the way the way that I remember, I remember the, I don't know if this is I don't know if they do a graduation where you are like this or not. But for us, it's like, oh, when when they do the big graduation, like when they go through all the names and you get your diploma, what they do now is they call the kid up and they'll say, oh, they've gotten this many scholarships. Oh, OK. That's yeah. the that, that's it for us. And so they, they they call they called my nephew up and he had like 14 or 16 scholarships. I forget how many he had, but he won the Dang. Dolly. He won the Dolly Parton scholarship. Aww. So he didn't know that and nobody else knew. So what happened is that like when he got on stage, like <laughs> on the projector where they had like the pictures up there, they played a video that was for him from Dolly, from Dolly Parton. Oh, uh, wow. That he, that he had won the scholarship with his name on it and everything. She said, thank you. You know, this is something that made a nice little speech and everything. So, yeah. That yeah, so. is pretty fucking cool. And his yeah. and, and his entire college is paid. He's going to University of University of Tennessee. Oh my god. His entire college is paid. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. Now, does he get to keep that video from Dolly? Uh will they give him a copy or something? I I I don't know, but he needs to he needs to post it on social media so he can get some ass. Um (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's that's pretty fucking cool. Like that really is. That really is. Uh yeah, I mean it was nice. It was it was it was weird because like underneath his gown he was wearing a full suit. I'm like, what the fuck is (laughs) Isn't he hot? <laughs> Jesus, that's what he wanted. That's what, that's what he wanted. He wanted like a nice suit to wear. I'm just like, that's that's good. You're you know starting but off the front of the right foot, it. man. <laughs> nobody yeah. can fucking see it because your gown. Yeah. No. Well, we we went we went to uh, to dinner uh, at oh, a restaurant okay. that was like, you know, like a like like a couple blocks away in in Gallenberg. So um, yeah, he you know took up his gown and wore his suit. But I was like, yeah, man, jeez, nice suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's going into him. he's going into aerospace. Good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is that is awesome. Yeah, that it was. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was fun seeing it was fun seeing that. I told him I was proud of him and everything. So. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh you know he's going and then his sister graduates in two in two years from the same high school and then you know so we'll see how she does as well. <laughs> Yeah, I got the reminder on Facebook. My son, my youngest, had graduated high school two years ago. Nice. Yeah, he's all excited because he'll be 20 in a couple months. And then that means he only has one more year till he can apply to be um, a deputy. And I told him, I said, you know, you could still go to school. I said, you'll never be more than a deputy or if you work for... Um, the city police, you'll never be more than a patrolman if you don't get some kind of degree now. Uh, and he's like, hey, you didn't go back to school till you were in your 30s. It'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, because I think, I think, 
I think to be a detective or anything higher, you have to have like a criminal justice, even a minor criminal yeah. justice degree, degree or something. To yeah, uh, you have to have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he can like find night school or some sort of, you know, some sort of college or something that can that he can go and do for for a period of time and you know get his degree. So yeah. Yeah, he probably won't though. He probably won't. <laughs> I mean, the way you should convince him is like the, the, it'll be a bump in pay if you do do it. <laughs> yeah, he is all about the money. Yeah, but I, mean, I, yeah. I, I, I tell you, these fucking kids. Because last time we did talk, we did talk about my boys and how both of them. I was all fucking excited about these little assholes moving out, right? Because they both had a a house that they were looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm mm mm. Oh, God, what happened? Okay, well, the one kid, the house that he put a bid in on, uh, it did not pass inspection, which kind of explains because I think two other people, it was listed on Zillow and people put a, you know, had an offer on it and it said sale pending and then it would come back for sale. Well, it's because it's not passing inspection. Things that were in the inspection that... They had not disclosed. The inspector found up in the attic areas where there was uh, had been a fire in the past. So, you know, oh, like gosh. they had a uh, uh, burnt lumber uh, <laughs> and shit like that. And then um, some of the outlets didn't work. And it's like, okay, well, if there was a fire, does you know was there <laughs> damage? To some of the wiring or is the wiring just so old um and I told my son I said well that kind of explains too the flooring because um this was a house that my younger son had looked at with his dad I never got to see the house my older kid put a bit on it without me even being there but uh he said that the flooring felt like it was buckling up in places and I said well that kind of explains it. If there was a fire and the fire department had to come and put it out, they would have drowned the place in water. And if there's wood flooring under the carpet, it would have buckled from the amount of water. Uh, but yeah, so that didn't pass. And then my other kid, we I knew this fucker was going to get this house. I knew it was the one at auction. And my kid was pre-approved for up to 120000 Okay. He wanted to go up to 110, and I'm like, eh, if the house goes over that, it's way too high. I mean, yeah, I had a nice plot of land, but, you know, it was a, it was a smaller house, maybe 1,200 square feet. The one family, husband and wife, lived in there since the time it was built, never had children. The wife was a smoker, so about 50 years worth of smoke in the walls yeah. and the carpet, uh, but it was a solid house. And I thought for sure he was going to get it. And it went over $150,000. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, my God. I'm never going to get rid of these fucking kids. And now they're both back to square one. I'm like, <laughs> I had dreams. Man. I know. I was I know. already. <laughs> I know. You were, you were, you were bookmarking your Jiggle website and being like this one and this I one and this was. one. Dude, I was making plans for their room. Straight up fucking plans. I I had it all planned out. I mean, now we're back to square fucking one. Square fucking one with these goddamn kids. I cannot get rid of them. I can't get rid of them. 
<laughs> I shouldn't. I shouldn't laugh. I really shouldn't, because you're you're trying to try. You're, you know, they're they're trying to go out on their own and trying to buy a place, and I know the market's all yeah. fucked up and things like that. So yeah, no, trust yeah. me, I went I went through that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was buying my condo in Atlanta, I went uh, fifteen over on on one that was like a second floor walk up with like mm-hmm. two bedrooms, two baths, and the whole thing, and I went fifteen over, and they still didn't take it. Damn. Yeah. See, I don't get it. I don't get it. This house that my kid wanted that went over 150000 I'm like, it, it. the land was maybe a half acre of land up against a woods, so nobody was going to live behind him because then it would drop down, so there was never going to be a house behind him. Um, nice little addition, but even the houses next to him were only about 180000 This, But they were like twice the size. <laughs> This was just a little basic house. I'm like, how in the fuck? Because not only did they pay over 150000 that's when we stopped watching the auction, actually, at one fifty two five. Yeah, yeah you, you just walked away like, screw it, it's not, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, no. But they got to put money into it to update it. Because the heating, this is another thing, the heating was ceiling heat, meaning oh, electric. Okay. It had no gas in it. It was oh. all, an all-electric house. In, in, in your area, no gas? Are you kidding me? The, the whole place would freeze. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? You know, because we had already, I had already called to, you know, see how much it would be to get, like, gas hooked up because neighbors had gas. So the lines were already there. We just have to pay to have it ran. Um, and then, you know... Uh, update the central air and all that but jesus christ <laughs> like... yeah 150 on top of the all the other stuff that's uh-huh. yeah that's uh that's wild either the person was going is going to buy it for other means and just probably knock it down and build a new or could be or they don't know what they're doing and they just wanted a place they're like fuck it we have the money and we're just we're, we're, we're gonna get it we're gonna get it we're gonna get it so well, I, and that could be. They might have been pre-approved for a certain dollar amount, too, and they wanted it regardless. But um, I told my son, I said, well, it could be maybe it's a contractor or something that could do the work themselves. Maybe it's somebody that can do a lot of the work themselves. Like my uh, ex, he could do a lot of that himself. Yeah. He could do heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electric. He could do almost everything. Yeah, so, so yeah, and and then and then so in like the two years it's gonna take him to you know fix everything, he's gonna resell it for more probably. I don't know if they could sell it for more. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, probably, he'll, he'll probably take he'll probably take two years and fix it up or two or three years to fix it up while he's living inside of it, and then you know sell it for more. <laughs> yeah, but as bad as I feel for myself, I feel bad for my kids too because they were both making plans too. Both of them. They just knew these were the houses that they were getting. So they yeah. were making plans. Yeah, and, and I've, I've, uh, I've, I've been there yeah. too, man. I've, you know, mm. um, when I was looking at my place, I looked at probably 10 different places around the area. Um, and the one I got now was, I was second in line for it because, I don't know, there was something like they had found some water leaking somewhere or whatever like mm. that, and they didn't know what was going on. And I was like, I told my realtor, I was like, you know, do the inspection properly, go look at this and figure out what it is. And they looked at it, they like drilled out a piece of the wall and looked at all the stuff and everything and that, they couldn't find anything. 
Hmm. Couldn't find anything at all. No, no leaky pipes. No, nothing. Even even they checked it after it rained as well. It's like nothing's coming through. We're like we don't know what it is. So it was a fluke or something. Hmm. And um, I got the place instead of this, um, you know, this other person. So, did you ever find out what it was? I, I asked. I asked the. I asked the guy. I asked my realtor. I even talked to the person who did the uh, inspection. They're like, yeah, we don't know what it is. It could have been like uh, water from upstairs. Somebody dropped in the floor and it's leaked through. Just oh. be, just because like they dropped you know hmm. something there and it came yeah it was like it was it was something that was like really like like mo- like just like a momentary thing it happened real quick and that was it oh wow and it showed up on the previous inspection but not on the the, the one I did afterwards so oh okay okay yeah. so it was just like a one time thing yeah it was a one time thing and uh, I don't know it spooked the people before me and they didn't want it so whatever well I don't blame them I don't blame them because that's another yeah. thing I told my kid. Um, the one with the house that didn't pass inspection because he was, it's going to be uh, uh, an FHA loan. So, you know, they have certain requirements that they have to pass. And um, I said, well, they're, they'll be afraid of mold. You know, yep. if, you, if yep. you have burnt wood up in that attic and if they put it out with any amount of water, I said, there's a chance for mold in places that you can't see. Oh yeah, yeah. Then that that becomes fun because you know you either have to have um, people from the state or whatever come in and mm-hmm. remove it or remove the wood and rebuild the wall or the floor, or whatever it is, and then it becomes a whole headache. So yeah. not a not, not yeah. a good time. Not a good time. <laughs> you know, I guess I'm just different. I swear to God. So this is the third house that I have owned. I, I literally, I just, I don't look around. I don't check out different places. My first house was at an auction. I'm like, yep, that's good enough. You know, put my 20% down. And then I, the second house, I think I, yeah, I, I never looked around. I basically walked in, did a cursory look and said, okay, here's your offer. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Even this house that I'm in now, I was like, yep, okay. I can see us living here and gave my offer. I I just, I've never like really searched around or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that, that, that's a, that's about how much, how, how mine went. Like, the problem was when I did mine, it was in the height of like everybody selling their stuff and everybody buying it. Like I heard horror stories of people of there being like open houses on the weekends and there was line out the door, cars lined up around the block and things like that. Um, yeah, that's that's when I bought, you know, and uh, and I'm glad I got what I want. I'm glad I got my stuff. Even then, what really sucked is that the lady who was the older lady who was living here wanted till the end of the month to move out. And then once it got to the end of the month, oh. like two weeks or whatever, they asked for more. And I was like, nope, I'm not giving them more Mm-mm. because, because in the, in, in the contract I said, it, until the end of this month. And it's like, no, that's, it's going past the contract. You need, you need to get your shit out of there. You need to get cleaned up and things like that, whatever. And um, I shit you not. Um, she left a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. in the closets and underneath the uh, sinks of places that I've had to like throw away and stuff. So, yep. Yep. Yeah, it's terrible. That's actually one thing that I told my older son. There was one house he wanted to look at that he ended up not looking at, but he was telling me in the the listing, it even says it's currently, uh, owner is currently living there and the sale is contingent upon them finding an adequate place to move to. And I said, bullshit, 
because if you got my money, I better get those keys the day that you get the check. There is no, oh, well, you could stay here 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. I said, when does it end? And then once it's in your name, what if they fuck shit up? What if they leave a whole bunch of stuff like they did for you that now you got to clean up after them? Because obviously they didn't clean shit out like they were supposed to. I'm like, no, no. And um, I think, what was it? I I went on a trip to Miami before that. My realtor had the key. And he went and looked inside. He's like, wow. He's like, wow, they left a lot of stuff and things are dirty. And I was like, that's that's screwed. That's messed up, man. So I tried calling the lady realtor for the for the other lady, the lady who lived here previously. And she didn't want to do shit. And I was like, that's really fucked up, dude. Um, she got her check. She don't want to do shit. She got her check. Yeah. And yeah. And, and I was like, you know, that's really fucked up. And then like he he was a good dude. He was a good dude. He's like, listen, I'm going to call my guy. Have him clean stuff up and I want to take I want to take it on me. It's gonna be, you know, my gift to you for for buying the place. I'm like, thanks, man. So he did it. He got the place cleaned and, you know, fixed and everything, and it was good. It was fine. Yeah. See, I hear too many horror stories. It never happened to me because I always every time I bought a place, it was empty. Yeah. But um yeah, I've heard too many horror stories because, you know, people take shit that they're not you know that you thought was staying or they just leave it dirty or here's another thing what if they do stay there 30 days 60 days 90 days are they going to pay you rent because you're having to pay the mortgage so and if they're paying you rent they can't be paying for someplace else i'm like nope that's bullshit they should have they should their asses should be out the day they hand you the day you sign the papers they should be able to hand you the keys yeah well the, that's like luckily my realtor was aggressive i was like you know because we were like think when i got the place it was still like kind of the beginning of the month we had to do the paperwork and all the other bullshit and that's the thing i put in the contract is like yeah till the end of the month is fine because once we got to the end of the month it was like the last like 14 days or 10 days or some shit like that mm. it wasn't that bad yeah. so i was like yeah let her let her finish up let her finish up getting her stuff out and things like that and we i had it in the con i had to put it in the contract where like if she does if she stays after this this date she owes me she owes me like x amount of dollars per day or per week or something because mm-hmm. i was like i'm not playing this game it's like i understand like she's older that's fine i'll give her to the end of the month that's cool but like she can call a service she can call some friends call some whoever yep. she needs to to get and get her shit out or just throw or put a dumpster outside and start throwing her shit out like i don't i don't care man it's at some point it becomes too much yeah like so. i told my kids they yeah. could they could get a storage unit, put their shit in storage, and go stay at a hotel for a week or two. Yeah. You know, you got those cheaply, you know, those cheap rates that you can get a hotel for a week or two or a month while they're getting someplace else. But yeah, yeah, it's harder when they're older and you know they got a lot of shit and they're you know they're well, no, to this, find this, a place. this woman this woman didn't have a lot of shit because I, I once again I toured the I toured oh. the place when she was when she was it's living here. Worse. Like, like to to be honest, the stuff I have in here now is like double what she had in in this place. Like oh she had, God. like she had like a little dinky cat, little dinky like <sighs> Walmart couch, day like 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 a futon couch. Mm-hmm. Then she had a little like little like shitty wooden stand for her small TV next next to the fireplace. Uh, the beds weren't the beds didn't even have frames on them. There's mattress on the floor. You know, like that's how it was when I when I when I look at the place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is it taking you so long to, you know, get the fuck out? Because, like, even the realtor said the exact thing. It's like, she shouldn't, like, we, we we toured that place. She didn't have a lot in there. It's like, yeah, dude, she didn't have a lot. No, they were just taking it to the last day. But, see, 
back in the day when I was younger, um, when my dad sold our farm at auction, he told me he was moving out. He sold the farm. He gave me $1,000 and said, you have 30 days to find a place to live. I stayed there 29 days. My ass, I didn't get out. Those people were probably thinking the same damn thing. Why isn't she getting out? And I'm quite sure I left a bunch of shit. I'm quite sure I did because I was 21 years old. I didn't think my dad was moving out, and he mm-hmm. really fucking did. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, yeah. When I when I got this place and I was like, I got the keys and everything. Uh, some friends uh, came down from Nashville because they have a giant like trailer and a truck and everything and i was like can you help me haul my stuff from my storage unit to my new place mm-hmm. and i've known the i've known the uh i've known the couple for like for like 20 years and they're like yeah dude no problem it's like all right cool i was like oh they're like just give us like <clears throat> two or three weeks advance notice for the weekend you want us and we'll be there i'm like all right that's that's great cool no problem so i give them notice <clears throat> came down tied all my shit down <laughs> <laughs> to this thing we went from one end of this one end of town to the other we threw it all in you know in the uh in in my in my condo i just like well not really like mm-hmm. it set it in there whatever um <laughs> and uh they're like hey well you know can we stay the night i'm like no there's no bed or anything they're like well we have a sleeping bag and like a bed like we're not, you guys are not sleeping on the floor i'm not gonna fucking do that to you <laughs> yeah oh god yeah so i took him out to to to, to dinner at, like you know some some nice place down the road and like here drink and have what you want i don't care it's on me uh thank you for you know for for helping me out (laughs) yeah it slowly got slowly got got things in and you know so now now it's fine so now it's good but yeah yeah it was it was it was an it was an ordeal but i'm glad it's done now yeah yeah well you know and i know when my kids find a place at least you know they don't didn't get stuck in with houses they couldn't afford but um, I know they'll find something, but it was so fucking funny because my, uh, my kid that was getting a house at an auction. So upon close of the auction, 7,500 had to be put down and to secure this, uh, they have a credit card. So obviously my name is the name on the auction site because it was all online. Yeah. My name was the, the name on the auction site and it was my credit card securing it. Um, so the 7,500 and my damn kid, he goes, oh, am I going to have to pay you back or (laughs) yeah, motherfucker, you got to pay me back. No, actually, I probably would have told him no, but I'm like, no, I'm just going to put 7,500 down because you Lord knows I got to put it down for the other kid too. Then like, yes, that's going to be part of your. You're 20% down. He's like, oh, oh, well, I didn't think I'd have to pay you back. <laughs> like, yeah, no. <laughs> You're oh the one God. always bragging about how much money you got. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you got money because you don't have to spend any. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the truth, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I hope uh, I hope they find uh, nice places and uh, you know they get the fuck out soon. Yeah, well, I told my one kid, I said for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, I said you could have just spent a little more, bought a plot of land in the country for about thirty grand, and then put a couple hundred grand into uh, having a house built, 
Yeah. I'm like, whoever bought that house, I don't know what they were thinking unless they were going to, like you said, tear it down or maybe add on to it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, because, I mean, that's that, that's what makes sense. They're probably either going to add on to it over the period of two years and then, like, sell it again or just demolish it and, like, go for new. I mean, that's what I, that's what I would do if it's, like, if some smoker lady's lived there for 50 years. That's yeah. that's what's coated in it, and you can never get that smell out. I would I would just demolish it to the ground and start again. Oh yeah, I mean you could see where pictures were taken off of the walls and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, and you got to remember this house was built in I think it was 1976. Shit. So everything there was no garbage disposal, no dishwasher, orange carpet. I shit you not, orange carpet. Um, it wasn't shag carpet. There was only one room that did not have brown or orange carpet. Uh, and it wasn't even, it was supposed to be a bedroom and the carpet that was in there would be something that I would think of for an office. It was like this really, um, um, short pile, like blue. Uh, it was more of like what I would see in an office. So. Yeah, I was like, oh, all that carpet's going to have to be pulled up, repaint, I said. But for a 19-year-old, you know, he could certainly clean it up and live there and fix it little by little. But I don't know. I wouldn't pay 150 <laughs> for it. There's no damn way. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no no way, man. No way. Yep. 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 Uh, but we... they're learning. They're yeah, learning, yeah, so. that's yeah, that's yeah. I yeah, the whole thing for me was a learning curve too, because my first place, and I'm just like, yeah, I learned a lot. So next yeah, time I know I, how to do it better. I didn't, yep, I didn't know anything my first time, but my second time, um, because now I'll research. I can tell you like the whole background of a fucking house before we even like go any further, because like this house that was going for auction, I said last time, you know, I found the lady's obituary, and then from there, I could backtrack where she worked, you know, at the, uh, and find out they had no kids, look up the tax history, see it was their house for all these years, I'm like, man, I'll research that shit, but I didn't with my first house, I had no clue, no clue whatsoever, yeah. so, oh well, I guess I haven't been laid in this long. I can wait longer. <laughs> I mean, I was hoping your kids would would leave, and then you know you'd once again just start the start start the train of the of the. Of the I know, man. Of the gigolos. Oh, good God! No, actually, I was talking to my one cousin today, and. uh he was laughing and he goes, yeah, you're always talking about how it's been so long since you had sex. He goes, I haven't had sex since, what did he say? 2012. Jesus. 2012 was the last time he had sex. And I'm like, oh. I said, maybe it runs in our family. Maybe that's our thing. So, we, so his runs is almost, <laughs> yeah, another another 12 years. Yeah, his is 12 years. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I guess. Uh, and he goes, he goes, oh, God, because he's a cat lover like I am. And I said, well, like I told my friend, I said, it's not like I can't go up to the bar and get laid. He goes, oh, absolutely. He goes, anybody could get laid. He goes, and he's a cat lover. He goes, but would you rather have a, a big Maine coon or would you rather have 
three average cats. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like, are you going to hold out for the, <clears throat> the yeah. big classy cat? <laughs> oh, he had me cracking up. That's good. Uh, we uh, we got an email. We got an email. Oh, oh, we do. We do. Let's read it. Yes. From uh, from Anonymous. Uh, I sent you the information so you know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's let's see podcast comment adult adult uh, adult tapes I can't read. Uh, Erica and Nick, I was listening to the recent podcast episode and the question the listeners sent in about the porn tape. It had me laughing and remembering something that happened fairly recently. When my dad passed away a couple of years ago, my half brothers and I got into his gun safe, which was his <clears throat> everything safe. We found some Polaroid pictures of naked ladies, no faces or identifying marks. So thankfully we couldn't tell if they were our moms or someone else's we might know. <laughs> All right. We also found a couple of unlabeled VHS tapes, although we didn't have a way to play them at, the, at that moment. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh, no shit. It just so happened that the day after we got into the safe and found them, our aunt told us that one of our dad's friends was trying to get a hold of us because he had some tapes in his possession that he wanted back. We all suspected we got, <laughs> as we got older, that maybe maybe dad was a party guy and a swinger, and his oh friend and his friend a friend of his asking about tapes would have been suspect number one if he had to name someone who would have been involved in that. Who knows if those tapes were trophies or if they were blackmail. Either way, we knew we weren't <laughs> watching we knew we weren't watching them, nor were we going to turn them over to someone else. Oh, we destroyed yeah. them in a bonfire of trash and papers. We never followed <laughs> up with the guy. We saw him at the funeral several days later and we asked if we asked if we found the tapes and we said nope. He looked like a combination of disappointment and, and relieved. All I know is that we don't have any regrets. Oh my god, that is so fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, because the guy who was asking about the tapes, he might be wondering if they're still out there to be found. You know, they should have told him that they just burned some fucking tapes, but oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. That's Yeah, like, they uh... should be glad they didn't have a VHS player, because that <laughs> shit, you can't unsee it. That's, yeah, that's know? like, yeah, that, that, that's 100% true. You can never unsee it, but it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I would be too too fucking curious to uh, to let it go, <laughs> and I that's would um, I would sacrifice my mental health and my, and my personal <laughs> well-being to be like, I'm gonna fucking watch these. I'm at least gonna watch like five minutes and see, see what's going down. You just know. make sure you don't see one of your parents' faces, then it's okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that, that's that's what happens. Like once I got to this, like like you know a parent's face, I'm like nope, turn 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 the tape over and just go to the next one and or like you know, or fast forward or something. I don't know. I'd pick. I'd yeah. I'd, I'd figure it out. But yeah, that's I don't know. If, if there's somebody asking about them and they're in your dad's possession, um, I would. Uh, I don't know, man. I'd I'd be too curious. I'd especially especially if there's somebody asking you like who's called specifically about them, and then you find them in your dad's everything safe. I would have to personally be like, I'm gonna go get a VHS player from somewhere, and we're 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 gonna watch this shit or something. We're gonna figure this out. Because what yeah. I think is the funniest is they thought they could possibly be blackmail tapes. 
I mean, also, you think your dad might be blackmailing somebody? That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think back then a lot of our parents were probably swingers. I know I'm sure my dad was. <laughs> I know I know. My, my dad tried to be. My mom didn't want him to. Because uh, <laughs> she went to, she told me that she, she went to um, a, a key party with him. He, like, you know, in the fucking 70s. Sorry, in the early 80s. Yeah. So, um, oh and it was, God. it was, out, it was like after they got married and they lived in California for a couple of years and they moved to Florida, but it was out there and I was just like, that's fucking wild. So he was all for it. She was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, he, yeah, she came from a very conservative family. So, uh, that's kind of how that worked. And he was, he was pretty wild. He had been, he'd been all over the place and a lot of stuff. So, yeah. God dang, that is funny. Yeah, but uh, yeah, had yeah, had it been yeah, had it been um, had it been me, no, I would have, I would have, I would have, I would have once again, I would sacrifice my, my mental health, my personal well-being to uh, to 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 watch those tapes or at least report back to somebody, and be like, yeah, you guys don't want to watch these, we're gonna burn them or something. No lie, I probably would have watched them too. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, I, I would have been like, yeah, look at my dad, that pervert. I wonder what's on these tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ah, look at these pictures. Try to figure out who they are. Ah, I yeah. think I remember her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad the the, the female Polaroids were. Uh, you. I mean, you didn't recognize anybody from them, so that's that's a good sign, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. And there were no faces. That's kind of no creepy faces. too. Yeah. There were no faces. That's, and like, and it's it's one of those things where it's like to me that reads like somebody who was. Who, who, and, and like apparently the pictures weren't marked either. So like, that reads yeah. somebody who knows who they are. Yeah, who would remember who they are and didn't need the faces either. Who would just like look and look at the picture, and be like, oh, I know this is this is like Shirley from down the block. Like she's a wild one or something, you know? Why they jerk off? Yeah, <laughs> I want to look at that one. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it was probably for, for his personal thing. Um, I don't know if it was like I'm not gonna say it's blackmail or not, but I'm like I'm sure like. He took pictures so he could keep them for himself in his safe, which I mean, yes. you know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Each of his conquests. Hell yeah, daddy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? That goes to show when you die, is there shit in your house that you don't want family to find? You know, at least, at least they were nice enough to burn his shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one hundred percent true. Like they didn't want to, they didn't want to know anything at all, and they were just like, "Fuck it, it's gone to the, you know, it's gone yep. to the ether. It's it's done. Nobody's yep. gonna know anything." So, yeah, that was quite nice. You know, my fucking friends would probably be like, "Hey, let's have a party and open up Erica's shit and see what's in here." <laughs> <laughs> they would too. They find the password to your Google Photos account and be like, "Oh my god, Erica." Yeah, I know. I know they would. I know they would. <laughs> that dirty pervert. Look what she has. <laughs> but I'm so excited somebody wrote in. I hope more people do. Yeah, that was a nice long email. That was great. That was a, that was a good response. But uh, thank you to Anonymous. Yep, yeah. that was awesome. <laughs> and if anybody else wants to write in, it's ericadyerpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, it is. Yeah, we do we do get a few here and there. That's good. Yeah. Yep. 
once in a while yep we do get some which is very very exciting because i need to pick me up now i'm so fucking sad have you been seeing on facebook my fucking cat is gone yeah yeah what happened with that oh my god so a couple nights ago my kid was leaving about 10 o'clock at night and this one cat xerxes he will like dart right past you he's this orange cat he's about three years old and he darted past my son it was about 10 o'clock at night my kid's like ah xerxes got out and he tried to walk around the back of the house because the cat always goes under the shed didn't get him he went to the gym well i forgot the cat was out i was working like i legit worked this weekend and so when my kid got home about midnight he walks in and at that point i'm like oh that's right i never let xerxes back in so I went out looking for him. Couldn't fucking find him. I walked around outside till like 2 a.m. Looking for this fucking cat. And it has been two full days. Almost exactly now. 48 hours. I still have not seen this cat. He is gone in the wind. I have no clue where the fuck he is at. And I'm so damn upset because I love this cat. And... Yeah, matter of fact, this was my replacement cat for fucking Dorian, which was another cat that died like three years ago. Um, but yeah, I don't, I haven't seen this cat. I haven't. I hope he comes back. I'm gonna cry. So like, that's terrible, man. That's 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 horrible. Periodically over the past two days, like, because I'll be wearing my robe and my slippers and everything, and I'm walking, wandering. Actually, I shouldn't even say walking. I'm wandering up and down the alleys and the streets. Xerxes, kitty, kitty, kitty. Xerxes, kitty, kitty, kitty. About every hour. Then I'll come back and work, and about another hour, I'll go out and yell for him again. Everybody probably thinks I'm fucking nuts. Oh, well. Um, oh, well, but. Yeah, that happened to my to my friend Richard. Uh, we were filming at his place, and the guy who was um, directing that day was kind of kind of a, a more. It was not really a friend; he's like more of an acquaintance of ours. We know him kind of from other things we've done. And he came over, and wanted to use Richard's place to film it. So, like Richard has one rule: like don't leave the front door open because you know the cat will run out. Mm-hmm. Turn if the cat runs out, <clears throat> and he gets you know he's he's very distraught about it because he lost his previous cat, and this is a new one that he's got. Mm-hmm. And so, um, um, you know, it, it's, you know, it's real, he's, he's very, he's extremely distraught about it because he loves, he loved that cat. He finds out the cat, the little asshole cat is underneath the fucking, um, the porch. Oh my God. He's hiding there. And how long was he under there? Uh, just like uh, un, under 12 hours, I want to say. Mm. But the cat, but the cat was there. So he had to like crawl his ass underneath there and like, mm. like aggressively grab the cat and like bring it back inside um because i think i think he heard he heard it meowing or whatever and he was like where is it coming from underneath the, the porch so he gets under there with a flashlight and it's like yeah it's under there so he has to go underneath like crawl underneath the house basically and get to the porch and grab this cat and bring it back yeah so. see i was fucking worried that this cat would get into a hole or something because see he's declawed so he can't fend off predators he can't catch food or anything but he does like to get in like under the shed so i'm like i hope he doesn't call crawl in a gopher hole or crawl in some place he can't get out of you know and and we don't know where the fuck he's at 
Oh, I don't know. I don't know, but it's been two days and it's making me nuts. Like I said, he's a replacement for another cat, which was Dorian. Oh my God. I had to put that cat down. I just, oh, I'm probably going to cry about this cat. So Dorian, we had for nine years. Wonderful cat. Just a, the most loving cat. He was a wonderful cat. Kind of reminded me of this one, though, where he would dart out. Well, he got really sick, and it turned out he had, like, um, feline leukemia in 2020. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, we can send you to a specialist. And I'm like, I ain't taking no fucking cat to a specialist. You know, what am I going to get, cat chemo or some shit like that? And so we just kept giving him steroids and stuff like that, and he would get progressively worse. Well, the night I put him down, my God, I hope my kid never listens to my podcast, which they don't think I'm funny, so they're not going to listen. But he was having a lot of pain and he was like laying under my dresser and he's and all that and I had my kid come and pull him out and I'm holding him I said well go get one of his steroid pills because he was on half a pill at a time I said we'll go ahead and we'll give him another another pill so I gave him the other half of the steroid pill and I told my kid I said well Abby or one of our other cats, I said, has some leftover pain meds. Go ahead and get me one of those. And we jammed this mouth open and we shoved this pill down this cat's mouth. Well, after a little while, he got really lethargic and like was very floppy. You could pick him up and he had like just nothing. And he was barely breathing. And so it was like Sunday night, I called the vet and I'm holding the cat and he bit my fucking arm uh drew blood and everything and I dropped him on top of his head but took him to the emergency vet and as he's laying there the vet gives him more steroids and an IV well when he walked out of the room the cat had a seizure he comes back in I said and I'm bawling and I go you know I think he had a seizure in the vet checked his heart he goes well he's barely breathing I don't think he's going to make the night and I said well I don't want this cat to suffer and I'm bawling the whole time because I love this cat and I said I'd I don't I don't want the cat to suffer and he goes okay he goes switch me places and he gave him an injection and then the cat like seized and he goes and, and then the cat stopped breathing and he goes, well, that's a normal reaction when they stop breathing. I'm like, I, I know my dad died. And, and, uh, so I had taken the cat there wrapped in this, uh, SpongeBob square pants towel. Well, when I left, I just fucking walked out. Right. So I get home and my kids like, well, where's Dorian? And I'm balling and I'm balling. I'm like, he's not coming home. And he's like, where's my towel? I'm like, oh my God. I couldn't ask for the towel. He goes, you kill my cat. You leave my towel. I'm like, oh I'm God. sorry. Oh well, then like the next day I start fucking thinking about it. And I'm like, man the way he was like in pain and then all of a sudden like he was half dead I'm like I wonder if we shouldn't have given him those two pills together I look him up <laughs> they they interact with each other and they both cause the heart rate to lower I fucking killed the cat 
Oh, <laughs> I mean, that cat was already dying because I gave him both those pills. I hope my kid never finds out because I killed his fucking cat. Like, literally, well, I killed killed well, his cat. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hate to uh, hate to be cut and dry about it, but the cat was on the way out anyways. Ah, um, uh, yeah. That's why I keep trying to tell myself. I'm like, he was in pain. The cat was in pain. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, and, and like, you know, you were just trying to make the cat comfortable. You didn't know what those pills <laughs> would do. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. You were doing what you what you at the time thought was best, and yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. fault, I'm not gonna fault you for like not having a goddamn medical degree and knowing these you know not to mix these fucking like you you didn't know there's no there's no way I, to know in the moment so no I didn't and I wish I could say that was the first time I almost killed a cat because <sighs> the other cat Abby he when he died he was uh like 19 years old we actually got him as a full grown male. Uh, and we had him for 18 years. I truly don't know how old he was. Um, but he had, he was taking insulin. He got insulin twice a day and he had a bunch of other issues, but the vet had put him on a special diet because he was a very overweight cat. And so the vet put him on a special diet to lose a bunch of his weight. And I asked the vet, I said, well, and I did ask, I didn't just do it on my own. I said, do I need to adjust his insulin? And the vet's like, no, just give him the same amount. So I'm giving him the same amount. This cat's having seizures. This cat's walking like he's fucking drunk. This cat's half fucking dead. You know, he'll walk and bump into walls, uh, flop and start having seizures and piss and shit everywhere. We'd have to give him baths and... I was going to put him down, actually. I'm like, I can't let this cat suffer. I even put him in the car and started driving the one time. I'm like, and he looked at me and was like, Mur. and so I took him and got some Arby's for him. And I fed him some Arby's because I'm like, if he's going to die, he's going to die with a belly full of Arby's roast beef. And I thought to myself, well, he lost all that fucking weight. And so I looked up what the effects were of too much insulin on a, on a cat. And they start acting like they're drunk. They will have seizures, blah, blah, blah. I quit giving him insulin altogether. And I'll be damned, the cat didn't live like another four years. Um, and we went from, it was like seven units. They had me give him twice a day down to half a unit. That's how much extra insulin he was getting. He was like, so I was like trying to kill that cat too but that yeah. was on the advice of the vet that wasn't i wasn't doing it on no, my no, own no 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 that no. that's that's true and the vet should have known like you know how many units and how you know especially if the cat was losing weight there should have been some sort of adjustment in medication there because yeah you can't just keep giving it insulin yeah so yeah yeah that was a lot that was a lot but yeah so if this cat does not come back i'm telling you i'm gonna be fucking devastated devastated if this cat doesn't come back i'll probably end up with two more cats after this i'll tell you oh good lord good yeah lord. yeah dealing yeah dealing with pets is always always rough um i know um we had a family we had a family pomeranian for the longest time, i want to say like 10 or 12 years and my it was my aunt's my aunt's dog but you know he loved everybody mm -hmm. and uh you know we would we, we would dog sit him sometimes or Aww. you know we, we, we he, he he got passed around a lot because you know we was he was a family dog 
and um, I know that he had because of him being a Pomeranian, he had like breathing issues, and they 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 had him they had surgery they had him go through the surgery to you know uh, uh, fix that so he could breathe better. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, it extended his life I think another like three or four years. Uh, but still, like he was getting too old and couldn't jump anymore. Couldn't, you know, uh, he he couldn't even make it up like one step in the kitchen Aww. that they had at the time. It was getting bad, so they'd only they they kind of put like a little uh, a wall there so he wouldn't you know go down the step and have to come back up because sometimes they would leave leave him home and you know they would they wouldn't want him to like starve or whatever and he couldn't get up the step to get his food or his water so they didn't want that mm-hmm. to happen. So yeah, you know, he'd say he had to, he lasted about three or four three or four more years, and you know, my aunt unfortunately found him in his bed and he wasn't moving, uh, one morning and you know that was it. So yeah, it was very devastating for for them and her because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that um, we had dogs when I was little, Maltese. Um, yeah, it just. It's amazing how attached we can get to our pets because I've always been one of those people like when they first asked me about uh, taking Dory into a specialist. I'm like, eh, I don't give a shit. You know, I'm not taking him to a specialist. But I'll tell you when he died, I was like, why did I take him to a specialist? I got chemotherapy. So, yeah, it's our pets become like part of the family. Um, they really do. They really do. Yeah. So hopefully he'll come back. Maybe our listeners also have some pet stories they want to share. Um, but yeah, I, I'll probably yet tonight. I'll go out once, maybe twice more, and walk around yelling for him. Actually, I won't yell now because that's just kind of creepy. Me doing it at night, but I will kind of kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I I hope you hope you find uh, hope you find the cat. I do too. Yeah. I do too. I do too, especially because Dorian was my younger son's cat, and so is this one. This cat was supposed to replace Dorian. So now if this cat doesn't come back, I'm like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> my poor <laughs> kid's not meant to have a cat. <laughs> uh, go to go to Goldfish, buddy. They, 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 don't, they don't leave your house very often, so that's probably a better bet. Yeah, mm. I guess. Yeah. Mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a little, little, little easier to take, take, uh, take care of. I know my uh, my sister in law's got a, a Chihuahua. Um, that like rides in the like rides in the car with them and everything. That like she's very attached to it. Um, she never leaves the the dog at home ever. Uh, the dog will only like they the dog only can go to like one person. I think it's like her aunt or whatever in Florida. Whenever they do anything, so they have to usually like. <laughs> Drive to Florida to take the dog there and then do their vacation or something like that. So it's uh it's it's a little it's a little daunting, but that's how they you know that's how they do it. So oh god, yeah, that's funny. My grandma always had chihuahuas, always had them, little yappy ass fucking dogs, and she always carried it around. I swear to God, yeah, that's, always that's you know way, had one in her arm. <laughs> that's the way this one is too. But uh, you know she she loves all of us in the family. Whenever we're over at their house, like she'll bark like a little bit, and then when she knows it does, she just doesn't care anymore. She just wants to be like held and carried and like eat all of our food and everything. That so you know she's she's fine after a bit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, my dad. Uh, 
I always had small dogs. My dad didn't like big dogs. I guess he was bit by a dog when he was a child. So he didn't like big dogs after that. But, yeah, I was always a cat person. I just, he hated cats, so I never had them. Yeah, I know. I know my friend who lives uh, down the road has, um, what is it? He has a, he has a big dog, but he also lives in an apartment. And I'm just like, how do you, how do you deal with that, man? Mm, yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's, he's got a Siberian Husky. That's what he's got. He's got a Siberian Husky. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm just like, how do you deal with that? Like you have to walk it like three or four times a day and you only go so far because of where you live and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Um, I, I guess if I grew up, I grew up on a farm, so there, I think it's fine to have big dogs. Now, maybe he does enjoy taking the dog out, going to dog parks and that, but dogs like to run. I think they need that freedom, especially the bigger dogs. I just think it's sad when they're in town and in an apartment and shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but he's had the dog ever since I think he was in college or left college or something. So, had the dog for a bit now. So, well, maybe I don't know. Like you said, maybe he, maybe there's a dog park close to there and he likes to walk it and shit like that. Yeah. And if the dog's used to it, the dog's used to it. So, yeah. And I know he, um, he'll take the dog to his parents in Tennessee. Every now and again, let, let you know, leave it there for a weekend or a week or two and just let it roam around and, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. yeah. It can have wide open spaces and stuff, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dogs need a, need a lot more room and a lot more attention, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on that note, I think well, that's probably does it for for this episode hopefully i'll have good news hopefully good news soon and i'll be back there's a lot of people uh over where i live that have been keeping an eye out for him so that's good that's good uh, yeah I, I do hope you find uh find the cat for sure my little xerxes he's named after um have you've seen the movie 300 yeah so xerxes is the persian king that looked like that got carried over and like the the covered in all the gold and shit like that. He was the Persian king. Yeah, that came yeah. over to conquer. That's who he's named after. <laughs> he's not gotcha. named after the good guy. He's named after the the, <laughs> the conqueror. Yeah, who wanted to take over take over Sparta? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like okay. Oh uh, yeah, that was that was a wild movie. I remember, I remember when that came out. Everyone, everyone wanted to go watch it. It's crazy. I actually uh, had to watch it for school during that time. Um, so I was in, I was minoring in economics, and I was in the economics of game theory in film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I damn. Don't know. Damn. I took some. Yeah. So we would. Uh, it combined because I also took a lot of film classes uh, back then, but it we would watch movies or parts of movies and break down the game theory that's included in them. Um, 
Yeah, because and actually every movie you can pretty much break down. And so 300 was actually one of our assignments. We had to go watch it and then uh, write a paper on it and do a presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, because I remember that when that came out, it was a big deal. I remember hearing it took like I think it took like 12 to 14 days to film all the stuff and then took them another year and a half to do all the like VFX or stuff like that. So yeah. Um, and then there was the big thing. I remember like there were all these books and giant articles that came out about like the 300 workout and like what they ate and everything that it was, it was insane. The amount of just like stuff for everybody wanted to know about like, like how they got to look like that. Well, I mean, <laughs> a lot of that was film. I mean, yes, they were in excellent shape, but there was a lot of makeup and shading and shit going on there too. <laughs> I lot. mean... They didn't all walk around with eight packs or whatever. That wasn't all real. Um, yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah, actually, I just looked it up. So, um, yeah, game theory. There's a lot of other colleges that have game theory, too. It's pretty big. Corn. Cornell University, um, Illinois Wesleyan University. Yeah. Yeah, the same kind of class where they break down here. This one, they bre- break down the bu- a beautiful mind. Oh, nice. I nice. I, I enjoyed it. I Like I said, I was in film uh, way back when. Way back when. <laughs> yeah, the only, the only film classes I took were just like how to add, like it was all the technical stuff like how to work a camera and how to edit and things like that so um i think i learned game theory and stuff like that from watching youtube videos and stuff and kind of just um figuring figuring it out on my own and just being oh this is how you do this, this is how you do these shots uh-huh. this is how all this, all this stuff works so yep. yeah no i think one of the best classes i took and i can't even i think it was really just an introduction to film and again uh how to break down the lighting and stuff like that because we watched the professor I had in that class would have us watch things like, um, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of some of the old fifties movies. There's one, which one is it where he, he says Rosebud in it at the end? Citizen Kane. You have to know. Yes. Citizen Kane. God, I can't believe I forgot that. That's a fucking <laughs> classic. All I can remember is Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I know that is because that's a that's a joke from Simpsons. I think they make a Trials of Horror or something at some point. And I was like, oh, that's Citizen Kane. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yes, yes. Citizen Kane was one of the movies that we had to break down because there was a lot of film shots in that um, that we had to break down. And I think it was, uh, God, what was the one where they were coming through the window and it was like a long, just a, a long shot where it just seemed like it lasted forever. Just one long shot. But yeah, we had to break all that down. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot Citizen Kane. How embarrassing. <laughs> uh, God, yeah, Although I, I did I did take that class 30 years ago, so give yeah, me a break. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, it's one of those things where, like, um, yeah, I just learned how to do it, I guess, eh, like, on set or, like, whenever I was doing stuff like that. I know there was one interesting thing I did when I shot my first movie out here in Atlanta. In Atlanta. We had a very limited space to shoot a scene where these girls were, like, 
holding a guy hostage against a train. We're going to cut him up and like, you know, toss his body down the gully or whatever. And we couldn't, we had to do like over the shoulder stuff and, you know, like do, do things back and forth basically. Mm Mm-hmm. So all we did is shoot the the exact same coverage in the exact same spot. We just turned the camera like to the to like 180 degrees the other side, and that's what we did. And like you you can't tell in the movie that we did that because it's so dark outside and we lit things a certain way so it could look, you know, consistent. Mm-hmm. But we had like five feet of space to shoot this thing in, and we did it. Damn. Yeah. Because one Why thing. You know- because there's one thing I've I've kind of figured out. It's like people only care about what's in frame. Whatever's out of frame, nobody gives two shits about. Yeah, you yeah. can have like the light stand there and the the other shit, uh, the 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 mic guy and like director and every like as long as none of that shit is in frame is in frame and it's all like you know the frame's clean. You can't tell where the hell you are. It doesn't matter as long as it perpetuates a story and keeps going. Like nobody cares. Yeah, you yeah. know. Same thing with uh, I think what is it the old like the old Star Wars movies like they have I think in the first one when they're showing like the Death Star in the office scene they have rolly chairs they have fucking <laughs> rolly chairs from the sixties there like you can't like you have to look at the bottom of the frame to see it but it's there oh my god but it's so it's it's one of those things where it's so it, you have to like really look for it but it's so like not in the main part of the frame that you just don't think about it yeah because it's like oh it's the future it's space you think they're just like you know hover chairs and they just pull it no it's a fucking it's it's wheels it's just regular wheels <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're still using chairs from how far in the future was that supposed to be they're using chairs from the yeah 60s. that's funny yeah but yeah it was one of those things where you, you you know like things like that it's like if it's not directly in frame and and it's like on the edge of it nobody nobody cares they really don't <laughs> oh that is good yeah i really missed giving up my uh my uh film classes i enjoyed those i was all set to learn more but you know i was usually too drunk to make it to class and i flunked (laughs) out so (laughs) hey (laughs) college yeah oh god it's it's one of it's i i i've met i've met people in in atlanta who have gone to like film school and then come out here and think like they're going to direct the next like Spielberg movie. It's incredible to talk to them because they think so highly of themselves. Oh, good and Lord. it's like so pretentious because they're like, oh, I want to shoot on real film and like have a one have a five k light and a crew. It's like motherfucker, you have no idea how much it costs oh, and how much God. it is to get that stuff. And even if you shoot on film, good luck paying for the fucking transfer because film yep. itself is rare. Buying then getting a camera that will shoot that is difficult. Mm-hmm. And then transferring whatever footage you have to digital, and then editing it is a pain in the ass. So mm. Good luck, but it's just fun. What like talking to those kids who just got out of like film school who are taking classes. Yep. It's like it's like oh man, I need you know I need I need like an eight K camera. This like, no, you fucking don't. No, you don't. Mm. <laughs> as long as you can shoot full HD and have like a fifty millimeter lens to do like you know um, uh, bokeh or whatever to make the background fuzzy, you're fine. You're fine. You don't need a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, all the film sets that I've been on in the past little over a year now, just actually just over a year, um, yeah, I most of these these people are self-taught. Uh, you know, they just learn as they go. Uh, I mean, I'm sure a couple of them have gone to school, but um, yeah, yeah, it seems like just doing it and working with good crews and all that, you're going to learn more that way. 
I could definitely see the ones that go to like the big film schools though being a little more pretentious. Yeah, I've yeah, I've I've talked to a couple of them and it's like I mean like I think I think like there's there's a there's always like a double edged sort of going to those schools. It's like you make the contacts. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if your mentality is like, "Oh, I'm going to like be Spielberg after you know after I shoot one frame of this goddamn movie," yep. like, you're you're wrong. Oh, I can't stand that. I you know, and and that. yeah, I've worked with some. I know people one like... person like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've worked with like I've worked with some people. I worked with one guy <laughs> like that who I don't know, I don't think went to film school, but he was just kind of like he read a book and. Followed it to a T, and I'm just like, I understand. I understand what he was doing, but it's like, come on, buddy. I'm like, yeah, this, dude. This, yeah, like you know, get 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 fucking with it. Um, but um, yeah, there's there's no problem. There's no problem going. I have no problem with anybody who goes to schools, gets contacts, and like you know, works works from the ground up because that's literally what you're doing. It's like, even though you know all the shit, you're never gonna be like, um, a production assistant. I mean, you're never gonna be like assistant director or director immediately mm-hmm. like you have to work up through all that shit yep yep you know and that's the way it is for for all that stuff because it's a very niche group of people and if you don't show up and don't do the work um they know who you are immediately oh yeah and they talk man absolutely yeah from coast to coast they there's people because i always get to talking to some of the crews and it's amazing how they know each other yeah, because yeah, because uh, one of the one of the first movies I did, I, I I one of the guys who was doing movies in town at the time when he was doing his own stuff, hit me up and called me. He's like, "Hey man, uh, these two actresses you got in your movie, how are they to work with?" And you know this and the other. I was like, I was like, "Man, don't don't fucking bother, don't get them. They're a pain <laughs> in the ass." Um, I know, I know, I know they look real hot on on you know and all the all the promo uh, stuff we've okay. released, but don't don't waste your fucking time, man. They're a pain oh, in the ass. Man. They're not worth the money, not worth the time. Somebody else. And they asked me about one, one of the other girls I work with. I was like, yeah, dude, I gave her a number if you want to. Yeah, she's really cool. She's really cool to work with. Also, I have her number if you wanted. You can t- contact her and, you know, get her on your next thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but, you know, it's 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 like that old adage, adage, you know, they have in Hollywood. It's 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 who you know and who you blow. <laughs> you got to work it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, terrible like sen- the terrible sentiment the terrible sentiment but it's unfortunately kind of true it, it is true because i'm telling you there's there's people that you know when when you get to chit-chatting um i've already heard names like no you don't ever don't ever work with them or i'll never work with them again and i'm just you know remembering all that shit i got people i'll never work with again yeah um i got people that I thought they were great. Other ones, average. But yeah, there's a few that I'm like, oh, good God. Give me my time and my money back because you just irritate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've worked, yeah, worked with a couple like that too, and it's just like, uh, never again. I don't care what you pay me. It's not worth the, the headache of yeah. dealing with, you know, that person. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not, not worth it, man. No, no, not at all. But no, I mean, speaking of movies, I did. I gave up um, another, another fucking movie. I was so excited this past weekend, Saturday, I was supposed to drive down to Kentucky and uh, be in the trailer for New Fear's Eve. Oh, and, No Fear's uh, Eve. Yep. And I, I'm like, 
I emailed them and I, I ended up working like 14 hours because I got a bunch of shit I still got to do. And I emailed them. I said, well, I'm quite sure you can find somebody else to say whatever lines you were going to give me. And it's it was just for the trailer. So uh, my actual part was filmed back in February. So, yeah, I was so sad. But I was like, well, it's a five-hour drive there, five hours filming, five-hour drive back. There's my whole day. And I'm like, Erica, you really need to get this shit done. So I did the adult thing. And I gave up a movie. That's the third one. Are you keeping track of this, Nick? That's the third one I have not filmed. The third one. Well, it's I mean, you want, me, like, like, like you said, you're being responsible and, you know, um, doing your work, even though it's not fun, but at least, you know, you're going to get your, um, your bills paid off and stuff. Well, unfortunately, and, and I don't know why I do this shit. Because, yes, I'm a consultant, and it's an at-will. I could quit. They could fire me. You know, it's at-will. But I'm one of those fucking people. No, I agreed to the contract. And it's my duty to fulfill my obligations of the contract. And I'm very arrogant. So I'm like, nobody can do it as good as I can. Like, if I... <laughs> If I quit now, nobody can fill my shoes. <laughs> I am so arrogant. That's a, that's why I get with something. It's like as well. I'm just like you. It's, it's like it's, it's like I will do. It's like I'll drive there in ten minutes and it'll get done. Just give me fucking ten minutes. Like you know, like yeah, I'm that person. It's like let me do it this way. It'll be fucking easier. Yeah, just just get it done. Get it done. Because I I've thought about that. I'm like you know I could just step back and I'm like no because. They're not going to get anybody up to speed, and it's just going to take more time. Just fucking give up some weekends and get it done. Yeah. 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 Speaking of uh, of your movie, uh, Late Checkout is still showing at the Smoky Mountain Fan Fest August 11th, <gasps> 2023. So. I'm so excited. Yep. So excited. That was my first one. My yep. first one. I had not been on. Actually, that was... I mean, I, I was on TV the one time, just a snippet. But, yeah, that was the that was the, my first time on film. Very exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting shown in my neck of the woods, so I'm going to go check it out. Good. I cannot wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah, because I've been, I've been to this uh, convention a couple times so far, and uh, there's a guy, there's a local guy comes comes by with, uh, like, just – long boxes of old comics and um it's funny because everybody there who's kind of like i'm i'm not gonna say like i'm <clears throat> i'm a connoisseur of comics or some shit like that but like the, everybody who comes there always wants like the marvel or dc stuff like the basic ones and i'm always there to buy like the horror comics like um vault of terror and uh like tales from the crypt and like other shit like that and luckily those are really cheap so i can always get like you know a giant pack of them and mm -hmm. and take them home <laughs> but uh no it'll be nice to uh to go check this movie out i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a point of doing that good yep and that was the one that i met um you'll probably see me on uh facebook sometimes talking about my movie husband todd that was the one that i met todd on and then uh the second film set we were on i got to meet todd's real wife um, <laughs> which was wolf hollow yeah oh, right it was on. just so funny yeah 
Did she did she get the joke? Was she cool with it? Yeah, yeah. She's actually really funny. They make a perfect couple. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, they really do. But she's not interested in being in movies like he is, but yet she doesn't care and encourages him. You know, he'll fly to fucking L.A. to be in a movie, and she's like, have fun. No, I don't want to go. Like, good Lord, you got the perfect wife, man. <laughs> she, tr- I mean, she trusts you to just go to L.A. <laughs> yeah, I'm to like, holy cow. You know, now sometimes she goes with them. Like when he was in Pennsylvania and I think out in Texas she went with him. But most of the time she's like, no, okay, well, have fun. Yeah, it's like, holy shit. Most wives would be like, no, you're not spending that money or no, you can't keep going and doing these movies. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and some of them will be like, well you, well, you better buy two tickets because I'm coming with you. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a good there's a good amount of people coming to this one. Good amount of guests as well. I know uh, Dave Sheridan's there. I think Felissa Rose is supposed to be there as well. Um. Or I don't know. I don't see her. I don't see her on the little thing anymore. But that's here nor there. I mean, she she'll probably show up at some point because her and Dave seem to do a lot of conventions together. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. Right now, I don't know. Um, kind of. I don't want to make too too many plans too far in advance because you know I do got a lot going on with work. But uh, there t- come the end of August. Um. My contracts should be lightening up. As a matter of fact, it's my contract's supposed to be done in September, but it might even end earlier. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if it does, you, you can tell them, and you know, you can come on down, and you know, we'll we'll make we'll make a day of it. Come visit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be fun. That'll be nice. We can go. We can go moonshine tasting. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from one end of town to the other and see how quick oh, see how God. quickly you get drunk. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I would that would that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, well yeah, it looks like it looks like Felicity Rose will be there. Okay. okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be a party. <laughs> <laughs> they always are, right? <laughs> Like yeah. any of those festivals, they always are. Oh God, yeah, we've been uh, we've been getting ready for. I mean, we've been kind of like mentally getting ready for Horror Hound in August, uh, later in August, because um, we finally got a fucking table for it. Yeah, finally. Yeah, so that's been fun. We've been trying to get things together for that, and just kind of preparing for it and stuff. So uh it, it's been interesting apparently apparently jeff wants us to to the saturday at the convention wear suits the entire day oh good lord why <laughs> i don't know just, just just because just because just because and it's like and it's like i'm down for it i have no problem wearing one i really don't as long as if it's, if it's for one day it's fine i can do it for a day yeah. it's okay um you know, it's it's all right. I'll I I won't wear suit shoes. I'm gonna wear f- some fucking some fucking sneakers that look okay. I'm not gonna wear suit shoes. That's just that's gonna kill me. I will not be comfortable <laughs> at all walking around or doing anything. So that'll be my only like my only gripe. My only thing that probably won't match too much, but it'll be fine. Um, but no, he wants to do that. I'm just like ah, fine. We'll you know we'll participate. We'll we'll get it together. We'll do it. It's fine. So that's yeah. funny. Yeah. 
But yeah, that one is in August, uh, the Horror Hound weekend, August 18th to the 20th. So, In Indianapolis, right? In Indianapolis, correct. Yep, yep. My neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we got we got Scarefest in October? Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah, that's the yep. That's the only one I've planned for in October, so that should be fun. Very cool. Yeah, because I know Tyler Labine's going to be there. That makes me happy. Yeah. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be. I'm excited. You know, I got, am excited. It should. Yeah, they be got good. a lot of ghost hunters and things there too. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, by the way, there's going to be um, a Mad Monster part. Mad, I think it's Mad Monster in um, Atlanta, and they're doing a scream. They're doing a scream reunion. So your boy's going to be here. Oh, he's coming back to Fort Wayne too, but now he won't write me back. I wrote him a couple times now, and I can tell he reads my messages, <laughs> but he's not responding to me. So now I'm irritated. <laughs> How how dare Jamie Kennedy blow me off? Does he not know who I am? <laughs> I tried to compliment him on his movie that that's coming out, and then I tried to say something to him about him coming to Fort Wayne, uh, and then he wrote something. Actually, I guess I wrote him three times. No wonder why he keeps ignoring me. Um, and he wrote something on Facebook about his family. And I, I wrote him a private message about that. But yes, he's he's ignoring me now. <laughs> How dare he? You just wait. My name will be known someday and he will regret this. <laughs> there'll be there'll be a scathing chapter in your memoir. It will. Damn him. Oh god. Well, I mean, you know, you you know the two conventions are going to be at, so you can always stock them, like you know, appropriately if you want to. So you know, it's it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about going because uh, this comedy club he's coming back to in Fort Wayne. It's a very very small venue, and so like I could be sitting in the front row very easily. Uh, but I thought that might be a little too stalkerish. I I give him stink the, eye while he's the, up on stage. Sit in the front row and then wear a low cut low cut dresser shirt. There you go. There you go. Or might watch him do like a meet and greet, and I'll be like, "Hi, Jamie. I'm Erica Dyer," and he'll be like, "Who the fuck is Erica Dyer?" <laughs> oh my god. Oh shit. I'll wait for him after he's done. No, I better not say that though. <laughs> block me from God buying damn tickets God damn it. i'll wait for him in the alley while while he's under this comedy thing jesus oh god <laughs> i'll look for the car without a state plates it'll be a rental i'll know it'll be a rental oh so. shit oh shit oh god i'll park next to that one <laughs> Yeah, because this venue, there's no hotel or anything oh, by fuck. it, so so he has to get in a car oh, to go God. somewhere. It sounds it sounds either either like you're gonna stab him or you're gonna blow him. It sounds like one of the two. Oh well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Each would be equally fun because <laughs> he's really irritated me, oh, but I still love Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Oh, God. Maybe I should stalk him. Because that would be really easy, actually, in Fort Wayne. Let me see when he's coming. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be at the Summit City Comedy Club. (laughs) In June. Yeah, let's see. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he'll be yeah, he'll be a bad yeah, monster in Atlanta in November. On his pa- so page and I'm yeah. like, how did this is Do with that information what you will. Yeah, this is literally how I am where where I saw he was coming back to Fort Wayne and I, I, I legit like in my my mind am thinking Now why didn't he write me and tell me he was coming back to Fort Wayne? Why the fuck would he write me? I mean, but that was my first thought. I can't. Why didn't he write me and tell me he was coming back? This man don't know me from fucking nobody else. And I'm wondering why the hell he's not letting me know he's in town. I tell you, I really need some counseling. (laughs) I probably shouldn't go to this show. No, you need. No, you no, Erica, you need dick. We've we've established that before. You You just need a proper dicking is what you need. Oh shit. Come on, 50th birthday. I am going to I'm going to narrow down a location for my 50th birthday and I want to do a bash. Yeah, let me know. To... Um I will yeah, I will I will be there. I will I will take I will take photos of certain things and make sure certain things don't get shown anywhere. <laughs> See, now uh actually it looks like the only people that have really commented on my my Facebook post had said Chicago. Which I was trying to think of places that I enjoyed and that had a big enough airport if anybody wanted to fly in, but it would be cheap too. So maybe right now Chicago's winning, so I mean, Start yeah, that's out. and that's that's entirely fine. I mean, I haven't uh, been to Chicago since what was it? Was it twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen? I think it was twenty eighteen. But Jesus. I had a bad, but I had a bad time there with um with a bunch of like, it was for Star Wars Celebration. It was fucking terrible. Um, we were in we were an hour away from downtown. We had to pay to like leave the fucking exit every time and get back in. We had to pay. It was shit. It was mm. cold. It was miserable. Um, I didn't know. We didn't know any anybody. We didn't know. We didn't really go around town too much. We just kind of like went from our hotel to the convention and back. We walked around the mm-hmm. town downtown area there, and ate a couple places. Like we didn't do much, you know. We didn't do much. So that's that's the thing. That's that's what happened. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, that sucks. But no, if you want to do it in Chicago, um, you know, I'll I'll be there. Incredible, I'll be there, no problem. So it won't be, yeah. Well, we'll see. So far, only a few people have replied. Um, the other main place I was thinking of was Las Vegas. Um, the only downside is it will be in November. So, I mean, either place is actually going to be a little bit chillier. So. I mean, I mean, Las Vegas I mean, wouldn't be all that hot. Yes, yeah, Las Vegas wouldn't be all that hot. Chicago might be a little bit, yeah, <laughs> a little bit rougher. But on, I mean, honestly, either place is fine. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll narrow it down. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I have I have no problem going to Vegas. Um, I think I went a couple. I went. I've, I've only. I've only. I don't. I go very. I go very seldom. Like I think last time I was really cut was a couple of years ago. So, yeah. But it'd be good. It'd be good to go back and see uh, see the old town and see how things have changed and you know all the other bullshit they have out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it'll be fun. No matter where we go, I think it'll be a blast. Definitely will. Yep. One hundred percent. But yes, I will. I will let you know when I make plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait for that. That should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and we got to well, start the GoFundMe. We got to start the GoFundMe. Go fund my dick. Oh, what? <laughs> go fund my gigolo. <laughs> you know that site you mentioned should have a crowdfunding aspect to it. Like they really should, because I feel like they're missing out on a market there. They really are. Because I, I mean, really think about are. it. Because like, if like you know, say they have somebody like you who's. Hasn't who hasn't had it in a while, and you know the, 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 these friends want to get around and get get a, get a professional to help them out. Like that's a that's a noble effort. <laughs> that is a noble effort. It is expensive, uh. but it's a noble effort. And um, <laughs> and you know it costs money. So I think if a lot of people put in you know a couple bucks here and there, it would be a lot easier. And what happens is is you know the dude gets paid, the company gets paid, person person gets you know their back blown out, and everybody's happy. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're missing out on a on a wonderful, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> wonderful, shit. wonderful aspect of business there. <laughs> they sh- they should offer me a discount because we mention them so much. <laughs> Cowboys for angels. <laughs> By the way, that's the yeah, that show is still up on Showtime. It's still there. Oh my god. Yeah. I wonder how they are, like, when they date in their regular life, though. What do you do for work? I'm a gigolo. <laughs> how about there was, you? There was one episode about that where, like, both like both the guy and the girl were, like, you know, I guess escorts. Wow. And I'm I'm just like, how do, like, it's, it, 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 it's like dating a porn star. It's like, you know she's getting, like, fucking splooged on every day. You know, some and she people comes home, it does not bother them. I it would which, bother me. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, but same, yeah, same here. It's like yeah, I don't, I, 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 I don't want you know your all of your holes getting filled at once. Like that's fucking weird. Oh, uh, I'm not down for that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not down for that. Um, but no, like you you hear about these porn stars like once they leave and whatever, like after they've been like fucking ran through, ran through, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the the porn meat grinder. You know, they're like, oh, I'm going to settle down and get married. And like some some guys are just like, yeah, you know, it's fine. I'll take her. It's OK. She's she's different now. But it's like, dude, she's had like forty seven hundred dicks in her. Yeah. Like, I don't. like. Yeah. That's... Now, I, I get when they retire. I could see that more than. Oh, we I got to film a, a movie today. I'll be back later. And, you know, I that I just. Mm. Yeah, know. that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a little much. Yeah, that's a little much. It's like, yeah, yeah, honey, you got to go to work. You know, you know, this, the the work's riding me real hard. I got to, I just got to go get this done. I got to go get double penetrated. I'll be back later. Yeah, you know, it's a, <laughs> yeah, because oh, then, then <laughs> what if what if your husband or whatever your wife or whatever wants to have sex? Then then what do you do? You're tired because you've just been like you know on your back yeah. the entire day. 
or whatever. It's like you don't want to go through that. So yeah, yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. I mean, I'm like once again, if you know, if if that's your thing and you want to marry a porn star, whatever, man. That's you know, it's up to you. But you know, <laughs> I I feel like marrying or settling down with a porn star is like buying a car from like Hertz rent a car and hoping it's it's okay. It's like that. Well, because... they're actually very clean. In the porn industry, if we're talking legit porn, they get tested all the time. I think they're they required no, no, to have no. weekly well, yeah, tests. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, like yeah, the cleanliness is not the problem. It's just that like, you know, But you... the Yeah. The amount of penetration they've had is a yeah, bit Yeah, just yeah, yeah, just the amount of partners and things like that. Like some of them are like, you know, like 500 to 1000 and things like that. It's like that's a lot. Damn. That's a lot. Damn. And it's just like yeah, like, and you know, we've we've all everybody who's listening to this podcast has watched porn, and you've seen like those people how they, you know, how their bodies are and what they look like. It's like they're perfect specimens. Like, how do you fucking deal with that? You know. Mm. Yeah, it's it's got to be it's got to be you know uh, I don't know. It's just odd. It's just very odd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I but I guess you know what if you met the the partner of your dreams and then found out like ten years ago they made a bunch of porn movies so they could get through college. I do you there, give up that person of your dreams? You know, there would there would there would have there would have to be a Q and A session about like you know. Well, once you were done with college, did you stop and get your get the job you went to college for, and then that was it, or did you keep doing it? Like, there's a, you know, there are. <laughs> it's gonna have to be a question and answer phase of this of this thing going on. Because if they're still doing it, like you know, behind behind my back, it's a problem. Mm. You know, because you hear you hear about these OnlyFans girls who are making like minimum five grand a week. And some are doing upwards of a of of a, of a million dollars a month and things like that, like or ten million dollars a month or something like that. It's crazy, you know. Yeah. Well, shit. There's that one girl that used to be in, uh, um, yeah, Boy Meets World. Yeah, I know you're talking uh, about. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Maitland Lord or something like that. Yeah, she said, and her husband films her for a lot of that, like OnlyFans yeah. shit. But she said that she makes more money now than she ever did acting. Um, and she enjoys it. But I don't think she... Yes, I think she does some movies. But it seems like she has a lot of her income come from non-contact things. Like her name is on some sex pro- products. And then she has her OnlyFans account. Things like that. And I think she does girl-on-girl movies. I don't think she does girl on guy. Uh, I do think they're girl on girl. <laughs> it's it's quite odd. I that know is, that, no, but no, I've no, read no, article. No. I <laughs> I uh, never watched her movies, but whenever I I hear something uh, or see something in a movie that makes me think, huh? I am a researcher, so I will like completely research something just to get the whole background of it. And yeah, I. I've looked up and read a few things about her and why she made the choices she did. But, yeah, I think she's girl on girl. Yeah, I'm actually looking at a picture of her Instagram where she has a book, book called Rated X. Uh, may, yeah, it's, I guess it's just her story or whatever that she's written. It's uh, 
the picture's like 34 weeks old, according to Instagram. But yeah, apparently she's written some books and selling some stuff. So good for her. Yeah, yeah. Even even looking even looking at her at her links, like she has. Yeah, she has like. Uh, oh, she's got her own flashlight. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, which was yeah, because I knew she put her name. She you know sold her name on some products. I didn't know what all there was though. Yeah, she's got her own flashlight. They took a mold and everything. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, she's yeah, she's doing good. But yeah, I mean if she's yeah, yeah, if she's doing just girl on girl, I'm sure I'm I'm sure her husband's very happy to watch whenever, you know. Mm-hmm. Whenever he can. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. We, we yeah, we went we went on some weird tangents with that one. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We always do. We always do. I've noticed that because I actually listen to these podcasts um, before I share it on Facebook. And I'm always laughing. I'm like, damn, we're funny. But I am. I'm like, this is how my mind works. I swear to God, I have ADD. Like, we think about five different things during an episode. And I'm always like, okay, we're going to keep these short. In the beginning, you said a half hour each time. And before I know it, we're talking like two hours. Yeah. I, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, we, we get into stuff little, you know, we get into good stuff later on. So I'm like, ah, let it happen. It's fine. It's organic. It's good. Yeah. You it's know no what? Time. People can turn my, they can turn it off if they don't want to listen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know, they want to listen. So. Of course they do. Of course they do. Yeah, we have, you know, you have, you have interesting, oh, unique shit. stuff going on. So, you know, <laughs> people people want to keep up. Yeah. You know, well, you, I think people yeah. just like to know they're not alone. Like, we're yeah. as fucked up as they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> By the way, if on your birthday you go to a male strip club, I will not go. Just Just so you're aware. If you go, if you're like a Chippendales thing, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit in the hotel room or whatever. You can, you can, you can go and do that. So I probably wouldn't go to a strip club because if I'm drinking, I have, I'm, I'm very handsy and <laughs> I have been known like to be inappropriate. You know, you know, it's pretty fucking bad when I actually had a stripper tell me once Honey, I'm a stripper, not a hooker. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> and it, so, you know, it depends on how much I've drank. I just. <laughs> but yeah, I'll never forget that. Honey, I'm a stripper, not that a is hooker. That is hilarious. Because I'm, like, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure those male strippers get. You know, they get they get phone numbers and room keys and all this shit like put into their into their underwear or whatever like that. They they get it all given to them, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, and this was back when I was younger and better and skinnier. <laughs> like, hmm. Okay, I guess he doesn't want me to lick him there. All right, well. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll pay you extra. Oh. <laughs> They probably they once again they probably do that shit too. Give yeah, them give them enough shit. cash they'll probably do it. Oh god. Ah, that's all right. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. If anything, uh, 
some of the friends that are going, if we went to a strip club, it'd probably be a female strip club because those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. Well, see, they're they're fun if you have like a mixed group of people. If it's guys and girls, yeah. then it's fun. Then it's fun. Uh, but if it's just if it's just if it's just dudes, it's really awkward because as a dude going to a strip club, you can't fuck. You have to like, you have to all, you have to like. <laughs> it's one of those ones where like they don't tell you the rules at the door, so you don't really know if you can touch or not. So you have to kind of like move your hand a certain way, and then if it gets slapped away, it's like all right, we can't touch anything. We have to keep our hands like above above our heads, like where every where the security cameras can see you. Like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it all depends on the uh, on the place and the and and the and the uh, the strippers. So yeah, but no, it sounds like it's, it'll be it'll be a fun uh, fun night regardless. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And on that note, hopefully next time uh, I'll be able to say uh, what we've settled on and. And then we can start making plans. And mm-hmm. I can pick my gigolo out. And then we'll know how much money we need to raise. <laughs> because they're different prices. Oh, and there's some good ones in Chicago. Oh God. I I I'm curious about your internet search history, but then again I don't want to I don't want to know. I really don't want to know. <laughs> I know. See, that's one of the things. When I die, I need a friend to come over and clear my shit out before my kids start doing anything. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, shit. But, yes, if anybody has any stories or birthday suggestions, ericadirepodcast at gmail.com. I yeah. gotta record a bunch of e-learning, so I have to start practicing on my "Hi, this is Erica" voice. <laughs> I gotta record a bunch of shit. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> that's awesome! Uh, but yeah, uh, I think that'll be it for this episode. Um, yeah, once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to uh, get in contact with us. Erica Dyer podcast at gmail.com. Send us messages, send us suggestions, send us things you want us to talk about. Uh, we're going to attempt to get, um, a, I guess, a guest at some point for a future episode. I'm going to, I'm going to yes, email, definitely. I'm going to go to contact said guest and hopefully we get a positive response and uh, that should be an interesting episode. Absolutely. Cannot wait. I yep. hope others join and listen. Definitely. All right. Have a good night, everyone.